Thanks for downloading this episode of On Comedy Writing. This is the podcast about the business and craft of writing comedy. I'm your host, Alan Johnson. This is our seventh episode, and our guest this week is Leanne Bowen from Funny or Die, the Mod Team Nephew, and the upcoming Netflix series, Dear White People. She was great, really enjoyed having her on the show, and excited to see her episode of Dear White People. So here's Leanne Bowen. Thanks for coming, Leanne. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, yeah, this is great. Uh, where are you from originally? I'm from the Valley. I'm from Los okay. Angeles. Yep, native Angelino. Uh, I did move to Riverside for high school, so I feel like oh. I grew up in Riverside because those are like your formative years. What's yeah. What's the difference between like the Valley and Riverside? Uh, the Valley. Not that much difference, actually. The Valley <laughs> Valley is pretty suburban. Uh, Riverside is way more conservative and definitely like more white. Um, until recently, it's been diversifying, but like the Valley is super diverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did you first get into comedy? Were you like doing comedy in high school or? Um, I first got into comedy actually at, at art school. I went to art school for video production and cool. uh, I started doing like narrative shorts and all of my shorts turned into comedy. Like I couldn't not write comedy. <laughs> what, what art school did you go to? Uh, I went to the Art Institute in Santa Monica. Okay. It's a nice little for-profit college. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> One of like 50 or 67 <laughs> art so- institutes. So you learned like the the basics of like filmmaking first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, filmmaking slash video production, mm-hmm. a lot of like technical stuff, editing, mm-hmm. sound work, camera work, uh, all that good stuff. Did you did you like? So I did film school uh, oh, too. Where'd you go? I went to Quinnipiac. It's like in Connecticut. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I I don't know. Is if if like, film school's weird. I don't know. Maybe yours yeah. is different because yours is more um, art because yours is actually art school. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, yeah, film school is weird. I think I was super lucky. Uh, I like the Art Institute in Santa Monica was pretty cool because all of my teachers worked in the industry. Like Mm. there, it was like their side job. Like my directing teacher directed Battlestar Galactica and he was directing it at the time. So he'd bring in dailies and like my editing teacher edited some features and my, uh, cinematography teacher, uh he shot or he lit like some friday the 13th movie so there are all these like older people who are pretty knowledgeable but i feel like if i went to art institute in like phoenix or something i'd be like (laughs) fucked (laughs) was it so would you say it was more hands-on oh for sure it's more a technical school yeah like i i think like ucla sc has this like you learn film theory and all this cool like now we just got we picked up a camera on day one (laughs) (laughs) that's cool how was your uh film school uh it was a lot of well i think part of it is if you really wanted to do stuff you had to be very disciplined Mm. and it was very easy to just not do anything and then pass all the like get a's and stuff did you guys shoot anything did you make things we shot stuff i mean there's only like one class where you had to like really make like a short film oh that's amazing yeah it's kind of that's cool i think a lot of people have that kind of experience in film school i think so too yeah yeah. which is which is kind of lame it is lame uh yeah at art institute we the first day like i said we picked up a camera and just started shooting yeah art institute should take this out as like an ad they should and and they should alleviate all my loans because (laughs) (laughs) loans suck uh so you decided to so you're living in santa monica and you decided to just stay in la um yeah i i was living oh when i was at school or 
uh i guess after school oh yeah yeah i immediately got a oh i didn't immediately but uh shortly after i got a job uh editing for a company a tiny company and uh yeah i started saying that because you know it's where it's mm-hmm, all happening mm-hmm. Uh, so when did you find UCB? Well, uh, I'm a, since before I even went to film school, I was a huge fan of Derek Comedy. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they were really huge. And uh, while I was in film school, uh, Mystery Team came out, and I mm. brought a friend to see Mystery Team, and he did he loved them, and he did all this research. And he was like, you know, these all these guys did this thing called UCB. And, uh, and I looked it up and, uh, I was like, oh, there's writing classes. Oh, there's a sketch writing class. Oh, there's a sketch writing class taught by Dominic Durkis of, of oh, wow. Mystery Team. And there's like one spot left. I was like, oh, this is, this is meant to be. So I took a class and it just went, I went nuts from there. Just going to shows yeah. four times a week and taking classes as much as I like, eating up all the classes I could. Uh, that movie still holds up. It's it still, does. It's, it's still it's really good. Very funny. Yeah. Super funny. So when you had Dominic donna mcdurkey's did you like uh tell him that you were, i like, did not no? i know I've, I've never and i've run into <laughs> him kind of sort of a little bit uh but mm-hmm. i've never told him that i'm like a huge fan who, who were your other teachers uh i did uh neil campbell was my 201 teacher uh he's of course amazing um they had like really cool sketch classes back then they had a uh a uh, late night topical writing class and it was taught by Chris Kula who wrote for like Mad TV and stuff. Oh, wow. um, I took a sketch to sitcom hybrid taught by Grant Dan Greger, which is amazing. Oh, wait, wait, how does that work? It's it was like it's like you 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 write a group of sketches that are similar and then you try to create a sitcom like a, a pilot around it. It's kind of oh. like at the time Louis was really popular and if you remember if you know Louis is kind of like a show yeah. with a bunch of little sketches in it so it Definitely. was like kind of learning that kind of style that's interesting yeah so like after cool. was it like eight weeks and after eight weeks you'd have like some like a, a pilot draft? yeah oh wow a pilot, yeah huh yeah <laughs> that's cool yeah i wish they still did stuff i like wish that. i i told when mike still was ad i was trying to talk him into doing that yeah. i also took a they had a sitcom writing classes back then too so i took wow a sitcom. yeah <laughs> I wonder why they stopped doing that. I have no idea. I think that there'd be a, lot, a huge demand. Yeah, but, I guess um, the advanced study, I guess, do a lot of yeah uh, stuff like that. Yeah, I think they're thinking about doing that, I believe. Yeah. So uh, what was the process of getting on a mod team back then? What year, what year were you studying? Uh, what what year did I come in? Yeah, I guess. Are we, I think yeah. it was it was four years ago. So 2012, okay. 2012 2013. Uh, I had applied three times. It was my mm-hmm. third time that I got on. Um, yeah, I just got, I got on and, um, and, uh, you know, Berg was, uh, Alex Berg was AD at the time. He really liked my packet and a lot of people did too. And I think I kind of like, I feel like, I, I don't want to sound like an asshole for saying this, but I feel like I had done shabby a, a bunch that like a lot of people knew kind of how much I was in the sketch at the time. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so I kind of, people knew like how kind of dedicated I was to sketch. So it helped a lot. Yeah. Uh, so you tried out for hair or you tried out for mod yes. three times. Yes. What do you think was the difference between your first packet and your third packet that made like the change? Oh, good question. Uh, I think it was just tighter sketches, tighter games. I mean, uh, before I'd write like dialogue was like four lines long and it was just very verbose. Um, but by packet three, it was get, you just cut straight to the chase, um, cut straight to the premise, keep things quick, tight, um 
I took actually between packet two and three, I took a, a sketch writing at, uh, at back then it was the Miles Straw Theater Studio. Oh, right. Now it's the pack. Yeah, it's but yeah, so I took a couple classes from Eric Moneypenny and uh, Heather Campbell, and their writing style is very like tight, quick, succinct. Uh, so it was a nice pairing between like UCB game and like, and there's just like cutting straight to the chase. So I kind of, my writing style changed a little bit. So yeah, three, uh, packet three was right. I was just right, cut straight to the chase, funny as possible, land on jokes, don't add too much fluff, and right. yeah. <laughs> uh, so nephew, yes. Uh, what was so what? So you guys were on mod team now. It's yeah. gonna end up being four four years. Four years, yeah. Which is like that's a very long time, right? Yeah, yeah. Usually, yeah. We usually all get four years if you can make it all the way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what would you say like you've learned from being on like mod night about like? uh comedy or just in general uh i think the thing uh i learned the most is like i have a really great team of writers that i'm on with i'm very lucky to be writing with like nick sorelli and brad evans and drew spears and joan ford and kate raft and then before them mark rennie steve slaga and juliet seneff and they're all very weird like they have these really weird tastes which is like I'm I feel like I have pretty grounded sketch so like to see I remember my first year to like see Nick and Brad do the or Nick specifically have like these (laughs) insane sketches it was just like oh you could do that you can like have fun with that (laughs) and then like uh uh like uh the very the cool thing about nephew and I think what made us survive was that we had um Amy Height was an actor Jeff Hiller was an actor and John Gabris were uh was our excuse me director and they are very comfortable seasoned funny people that uh just kind of gave us this like insane confidence to just like not give a shit and like just do it like do it well but like just like have fun and and make good comedy and uh yeah and i also learned from the actors a bunch because like you've got drew tarver and betsy sadaro who are like insane improvisers so you know they would improvise just the funniest lines uh on a sketch and you're just like yep add that in (laughs) let's go uh do you have any memorable sketches uh um yeah one of my favorite sketches i wrote this year was a rail fan fiction it's about a it was a podcast here we are on a podcast and it was uh uh railroad fans and uh they're a real thing like my mom worked for amtrak and they're rail fans who would like hang out at the union station and like learn the timetables and know everything and they're a bunch of weirdos and so i my sketch was they were they had a fan fiction they would write real fan fiction but the game was is that their fan fiction uh was technically accurate on rail stuff but inaccurate on sex stuff because they're all weird virgins <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so yeah so that was fun yeah <laughs> uh oh i think i saw you guys at austin sketch Fest. oh you did yeah because i was in i was uh in dallas and i went down there with oh a awesome yeah that's so cool did, did you guys do a lot of uh uh, like visiting festivals that was the second one we've done uh-huh. we've only done two we did san francisco sketch fest after our first year and then we did uh austin mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun it's like a chance to travel yeah yeah is, is i guess it's much different like doing a uh a show at ucb sunset and then doing... oh 
absolutely yeah. well, mod night is so friendly to mod uh-huh. <laughs> sketches i mean there's a there's a night and day difference between mod night on a doing a sh- the same show on a wednesday and doing it on like a saturday when it's just like regular people coming in right. like what is this um i remember at sketch fest we had a nice audience i think at sketch fest because rana and beverly were on before us oh, okay. and they have a really cool following of like they have a good audience uh, I remember Mark Rennie had a sketch called Weird Comers where a group of women were talking about how weird their husbands come and it just heightened and there's this like old lady sitting in the front row and she was just like shaking her head and she was like, I can't believe this is going on. And ever ever so often, you know, like, um, you know, one of the weird comers came out and be like, oh, ma- thank you, mommy, I'm coming now. And it was like insane. And she would like look back to the rest of the audience and be like, are you guys, is this real? Like, is this okay? <laughs> uh yeah so yeah audiences are different but mod night audiences is, is very very friendly so through mod night did you become a writer on funny or die um yeah i uh how did that happen oh um yeah uh dave ferguson was a head writer of funny or die and uh he had asked some people about you know me and uh i i i did this cool website with my friend courtney um, Hyde and Olivia Norman and it was called Guidance Gurus and that kind of went around and Dave uh, I sent that to Dave and he really liked it and so he brought me and Gilly Nisim on to run their Snapchat channel they had like a, <laughs> a Snapchat channel that never came to be so me and Gilly were writing all this, these cool weird things for the Snapchat channel and then that got cancelled so they're like they just kind of graduated us into the writing room and we started <laughs> writing sketches yeah that, cool. how do you write for like a Snapchat thing so it's a you literally is just a joke like right, right? you're yeah. like you have 15 seconds so it's just like little blackouts video mm-hmm. blackouts yeah set up paid off um and we were like playing you know if you know snapchat you can yeah. play with like clicking through things to oh click yeah through a story or or swiping up to see more mm-hmm. that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. Do you, have you seen Gil Ozeri's Snapchat? Yes, he's very yeah. funny, and I can't believe he gets away with some of the things he does. Yeah, I guess he just asks people yeah. to like just hand him like hot coffee in his hand. Yeah, it's crazy. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of fun. Or give someone his phone and shoot him in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh so you, you mentioned the website the uh yeah it's uh your mm-hmm. i believe and it was just this really weird thing that courtney hyde and i uh thought up uh because we like we like the crazy self-help ladies on the internet right of course <laughs> uh so we wrote a bunch of characters for olivia and we shot it and then we made a website for it and it's like interactive and cool oh cool <laughs> yeah i really liked it yeah Oh, that's awesome. And so that, yeah. that got the attention of, uh, I, I think it, it got, I don't, it got the attention of some people, but when I sat, I think, I don't know why specifically why Dave brought me in, if mm-hmm. it was because of that or just because he, like he asked around, yeah. but once I got in to sit with him, I sent it to him and, or I was talking to him. He's like, Oh yeah, I've seen that. That's great. And, and it kind of helped because I was also like an editor and, a oh, right. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So what what's the writers room like at Funny or Die? Funny or Die. Uh, it's cool. It's like, uh, well, one thing about Funny or Die is it work with celebrities right. a ton. So there's this like board. Uh, that's probably no more because Funny or Die had some weird. Computer. Yeah, I heard about but that. But there's a there's a board and it would have like celebrities' names on it and like 
oh, you know, so-and-so called it. Mac Miller called in and he wants he wants to do something. He has a, something come out. So we'd sit around and try to pitch ideas oh. uh, for people on the board. If nothing comes around, you can literally bring in any sketch you want and uh, and uh, work it and get notes and uh, shoot it. They were, at the time I was there, they were pretty cool about like doing whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And then also try to top, ta- uh, tackle topical things. Um, right. Yeah. So, uh, what what do you think is like uh, the key to writing a topical sketch? Um, I think having a strong point of view, uh, mm-hmm. a funny point of view, a strong mm-hmm. point of view, and um, just trying to do something new. I think some. I think a good topical sketch doesn't just preach to the like things people are already saying on right. Twitter or Facebook, but just as funny, like a funny take as you can take as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you, uh, so did you get to work with some celebrities? Um, did I? Oh, oh, yes, I did. Uh, I was, I got to pitch to like Jesse Williams. Do you know him? He's on oh, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I got to pitch to him, which is pretty cool. And I was in his video, actually. He did a video. He has this app called Abroji, and so, uh, he oh. made a video for it. Um, who else did we pitch to? Uh, oh, I pitched to, um, uh, in Winter Soldier, the uh, the other guy, the other guy. Oh yeah, What's so his Sebastian, name? Stan. Sebastian Stan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty cool. Um, who else did we pitch to? Oh, I, I pitched to um, oh fucking the, that guy. Uh, he's a he's like a white rapper. Um, I don't know his name, but uh, I like pitched over the phone, and he didn't li- like. Oh, Little Dicky. Yes. Yeah, he's the comedy white rapper. Yeah, guy. Pff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah. Uh, Shots yeah. fired, little Shots Dickie. Shots fired, little Dickie. You're not invited come on the show. At, come <laughs> at me. Um, yeah, we pitched a bunch of them. They just didn't like any of our pitches. So. Uh, so when you're writing for... So you were on Mod while you were on Funny or Die. Yes. And so how do you delineate which is a Mod sketch and which is a Funny or Die sketch? I actually brought in... Um, a bunch of mod sketches to Funnier Die. Oh, and yeah. we were, I was about to shoot some, I was about to shoot a couple mod sketches, but uh, I left Funnier Die to write for Dear White People. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, I think uh, Funnier Die, you just write for video. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, there's a big difference between stage and video and you could do a lot more with video, mm-hmm. a lot more cool things. So um, yeah, not a, not a ton of mod stuff transfers to video. And, uh, you know, Owen likes really active things owen burke was ahead of funnier die he likes really active things so a lot of my mod sketches are like you know game like sitting and talking game and stuff like that right yeah so yeah writing for video pretty much okay so i picked out some specific videos to talk about okay yeah uh smoky eyes makeup tutorial oh whoa that's old school well it's funny because i was trying to just pick like stuff so you, I think you wrote that before you were. Yeah, yeah. before I was on. But the guy. website doesn't really no. give you. Doesn't really tell you. No. Uh, yeah, I wrote that before I was even on Mod. I had a little sketch group yeah. called Just Mimsy with Nikki Urban and Jessica Rice, uh, and we had a little sketch group, and uh, it was just I was just parodying those. If you have you ever seen those makeup tutorials? Yeah, well, they're I know what they are. I yeah, really watched them. But, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. So usually it's a girl. She's like, I'm gonna do smoky eyes, and then. Um, as she does her smoky eyes, you don't sit there and watch her go through the process. She'll she'll speed up the process. Right, so it's like yeah. going at like five or ten times mm-hmm. fast. So you can just see, oh, here, here, here. And then she'll like show you the product. Yeah. And then uh, in the middle of this sped up 
process, my boyfriend continually comes in right. and, and uh, we have a fight and uh, he shows like my she, he shows a picture of my boobs on the camera. And uh, yeah, and then we break up in speed, fast speed motion. Uh, well, what I really liked about it is that then I watched like the cool white guy covers Beyonce. Oh yeah. And then I was like, oh, I guess you kind of have like a thing with uh, YouTube channels, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parodying, yeah. We all want to skewer uh, the lesser format. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, YouTube uh, videos are are fun thing to parody mm-hmm. um, because they're a lot of them are really crazy and dumb. Yeah. And, uh, and also it kind of hits with, you know, our millennial age group. I'm yeah. barely a millennial, but, um, yeah, it just, it's kind of fun. It's also so funny that it's like, uh, this like dopey white guy covering the Beyonce lemonade song. Yeah. At the Which... time that was kind of a topic at, at hand of like, there are all of these like white acoustic, uh, right. singers who are parroting like Rihanna and like just taking all of those like really... <laughs> really good r&b songs taking it down a notch by singing to acoustic <laughs> guitar so i was like what if you you know beyonce lemonade just kind of was like what if you do that to like probably one of the blackest things to happen in pop culture right, in the right. last year yeah <laughs> which he did which is a lot of fun and philip Le- labius uh was really great in that he's a really fun mm-hmm. guy yeah uh a malcolm xmas oh that was pre uh oh, was it really mod too yeah oh. uh that was fun yeah it's uh that's a pun <laughs> yeah uh malcolm x i'm surprised like that's a good fun i'm surprised it hasn't been done yeah, yeah 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 that was a, a little fun pun where malcolm x it's it's a compilation of his uh christmas songs yeah yeah which are just radical christmas songs. yeah it's true he wouldn't be really be that fun at a party no definitely no. not no so you uh, you've directed it and edited that as well. Yes, yeah. So do you try to do that in most of your sketches, or when you did were you writing for Funny or Die? Um, yeah, actually, I did. I was mm-hmm. um, a little precious about that because uh, editing. There's a lot of comedy that comes in, like editing Definitely. is timing, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, there were some good editors there. Um, Hannah and Adriana were excellent editors, but I just wanted to cut through the time and be like, oh, if I know, you know, if I know the timing, I should I could just hit it myself. Do you view yourself as uh, one more than the other, or is it always just like the the editing and the directing is in service of the writing? Right. Um, for sure, yeah, the yeah. editing, directing, in service of the writing, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely. Um, yeah, and before I I got paid for writing, I was an editor. Like I edited oh, for right, a YouTube yeah. channel and another company, mm-hmm. blah blah. So yeah. Okay, rabbit lab orientation <laughs> video. Uh, I think that's one of my favorite videos. Yeah, it's really fun. I love Thanks sketches that like create a solution for a problem. An insane that, problem. Yeah, that yeah. sketch was actually in my packet uh, that got the third oh. year. Yeah, that was my first sketch in my packet. Um, uh, yeah, I, I wrote, I, I shot and edited that for um, a Revolver, the show called Revolver that was happening at the theater like a okay. year ago. Um, and it was like all found. I just used... Uh, Oh, I worked at a YouTube company and they had a subscription to a um, stock photo. And so I literally oh. downloaded illegally like like hundreds of stock photography just to make that <laughs> video. Uh, yeah. And that's about uh, the premise of that was um, it's a lab. And, you know, those orientation videos is like, uh, here, welcome to this right. lab. Uh, first rule is don't have sex with the rabbits. <laughs> and yeah. And then uh, heightened from there. Uh, so then 
you got hired for to for dear white people. Yes. So you were at Funny or Die when that happened. Yes. So, yeah. So uh, did you like submit something? Or? Yeah. So uh, by stroke of luck, um, I did a show at UCB, uh, the UCB Black Show, and there were uh, some reps in the audience. They're actually entertainment lawyers for Colton Dunn, and he was hosting. Oh. And uh, they saw something I did, and they really liked it. And then they're like, "Oh, we want you to meet." manager at three arts and that manager was awesome and he's like hey can you write a pilot and i wrote a pilot uh and it just so happened that pilot he submitted that pilot to dear white people and, oh, uh, wow. and yeah yeah and it was like really sh- a stroke of luck all of it was a stroke of luck so is that how you got a manager was through that show yeah oh wow. yeah which is not crazy it's crazy everyone's like oh yeah like I, i'm gonna be on stage at ucb and get discovered that's bullshit and it, like, <laughs> and it happened that's insane <laughs> it's pretty cool but yeah so, so was your pilot uh like uh, a satire or yeah it actually Uh was um i wrote a pilot uh about a black lives matter type of group Mm -hmm. uh on a college campus just getting started and um and it just so happened it's like perfect it's fucking dear white it's exactly (laughs) dear white people and uh i don't i my showrunner and show creator aren't gonna listen to this but i actually (laughs) i actually had not seen the movie and i wrote the pilot and they sent it and then i'm sure they wouldn't care if they okay okay cool 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 uh my manager my manager yeah (laughs) i hope they do there there's great comedians that are hosting this um uh yeah and so uh they sent the pilot out and i got an email they're like hey dear white people wants to see you and i was like oh i guess i should watch the movie and so i watched the movie that night and i was like holy shit this is my pilot <laughs> uh it yeah so it was just insane luck yeah so uh what's a regular day in that like uh writer's room in a writer's so, room yeah. yeah you go in at like 10 uh uh a a regular day depends on what stage you are in writing so like the first couple weeks is they call it like a blue sky type of situation where the creator is like this is where i want the show to go and so we're just pitching out crazy stuff uh and a lot of fun happens because there's all these inside jokes that start at the first few weeks and carry their way through i think like (laughs) one was like i don't even know what they originated from but like we had this inside joke called slap a dick nip- nipple play and i don't know where okay. it that's weird you could cut that out <laughs> um, yeah so it's like blue sky and you're like oh what if what if i want to hear about slap oh, a dick i don't and i play. don't know what it was oh we were talking oh we were talking about like all those cool things you get to do in college oh like slapping dicks and, and nipple, nipple plays play, yeah. yeah uh yeah so and uh the cool thing about that was like all of us had been to college so uh, the creators like tell me your stories of college. Like let's just talk about college, and you you go blue sky, and then you start to uh, in the next couple of weeks you kind of um, break down uh, episodes and like what you want to see in each episode, and then when you start to get in, and then you start writing outlines for each episode, and that's when you kind of sit down and like like really like uh, do the wor- work. Uh, you get going at ten. Um, luckily, our showrunner had a family and was like, "We're out by six. That's it. We're not going any. We're not. We're not Dan Harmon or, or whoever <laughs> goes to forever." And uh, yeah, and so we would beat out the outlines, pitch jokes, and uh, from there, an outline is our out- outlines are generally so detailed that once you have an outline, you just literally just need to sit down and type it out. Like there's mm-hmm. no, there's it's not. That's the. I feel like that's the hardest part is landing on a good outline. Right. Yeah, and then uh, once 
your and then once most of the outlines are done, you get assigned an episode and then you get handed your outline, walk away, uh, go to your office for a few days to write out the episode, come back and then and then in the room uh, pitches on it and mm-hmm. tears it apart or <laughs> pitches jokes, rewrites and yeah, mm-hmm. and that's it. So did you get, you got your own episode? I did. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, which is pretty, I feel pretty lucky. Yeah. Yeah, because that usually sometimes doesn't happen. Is it, is it, is it 10 episodes? Yes. And yeah. when does it, it's coming out this year, right? Uh, March. March. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Soon. Yeah, really soon. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, so is the show taking place after the movie? Is it, yes. Is it the it's same like characters? The same characters. Okay. It's like the day after the movie ended. Yeah. It's literally just like the next day. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. So, uh, what makes like a good racial satire? Would you say? Um, I think one thing that DRA people did a good job was like trying to tackle all sides. Because you know, mm-hmm. if you have a racial satire, you don't want to just preach. You know, you want to if you want to talk about problems with racial inequality, you have to show the flaws of like you know black kids and the black movement and what are what are we doing wrong you know how are we being arrogant or how are mm-hmm. so i think uh dear Eiffel does a good idea of that showing all sides mm-hmm. talking about all sides and all the flaws uh so as as a poc mm-hmm. what ways do you think comedy can like improve and do better than it's than it's doing right now because i'm sure there's uh i think um just in- inclusivity you know mm-hmm. um just uh Putting more people up at shows, uh, uh, getting people, giving people a chance to just like, just to not only like, not only perform, but to hone their voice, you know, um, and just like uh, being open to what's out there and just being careful about the kind of jokes you make, you know, just like, just don't make, I mean, the 90s are over. Let's leave all those right, <laughs> the right. dumb, terrible jokes in the 90s. Um, but yeah, inclusivity and just like... Uh, mm. So yeah, and as a POC, hmm, what else? Um, yeah, I mean, there's good comedy from POC and mm-hmm. yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I last night went to uh, Obama's other daughters in the Inner Sanctum. Oh yeah, yeah, and they and they packed the house. It was oh, like, that's awesome. It was like seventy people. Yeah, people are really excited. Yeah. Uh, the community is really excited, and and I think uh, people of color really support other people of color comedians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Dear White People, uh, it's, 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 it could go for a second season, right? Yes. Uh, so, if, so okay. After Dear White People, mm-hmm. I hope it goes six seasons. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, what, what do you think you want to do next? Uh, I'd love to create my own show. Yeah. Uh, for sure. I think that's a big passion of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do love being in writer's rooms, so I hope to be in like some other really cool mm-hmm. writer's rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, mm-hmm. just sitting around, not just sitting around, but, yeah. you know, it's a great, it's like a really cool experience. So since nephew is, uh, is gonna graduate, I guess you'll be writing way less sketches than you have in the last like five years. I think I will. And I've already started. Yeah. Like, senioritis is kicking in. <laughs> so I don't like, I used to write like three sketches a month and yeah. four and push as hard as I can. And now I'm just like, oh, this is one good one. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Cause like yeah. Amy Poehler, I was thinking like she wrote sketches probably like for 20 years. Yeah. And now she probably hasn't wrote a sketch in like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure I'll lose the craft a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> uh, so in general, do you have any like writing rituals that you do? No, I just try to like get a lot of sleep. It's hard to write when you're tired mm-hmm. for me. Get a lot of sleep, make sure I'm fed. Um, 
I like to write. Uh, yeah, that's it. I don't really have a ton. Where Where do you do most of your writing? Uh, I have an apartment. Um, I'll either be on the couch or, or at a desk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, do you just write in like uh, screenplays and sketches? Or do you like? Do you ever like write like prose or anything? Oh or? no, not at all. No, no. yeah, nah. <laughs> I guess it makes sense because you started from a film or yeah, video production background. I did, yeah. yeah. When I was like twenty four, I tried to write a novel. Yeah, but that just didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure me. everyone's got yeah one of those. Yeah. Uh, do, would you ever go into movie writing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's something I, I. That's actually something I hope to tackle in the next couple months. Mm -hmm. A good idea. Oh, that's it awesome. It started on, yeah. Have you ever written a screenplay before? I have. I wrote yeah. a really bad one in film school. Yeah. But it was kind of cool to bang one out, you know? Yeah. it's, a, it's a, I, I wrote a, a really bad... I don't know if it's that bad. I'll think, probably think it's bad in like five years. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a kind of a great accomplishment. It is. Yeah. It feels amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, well, do you have any tips for uh, young comedy writers coming up? Uh, just keep doing it. Um, mm -hmm. uh yeah, just keep keep doing it, keep writing, keep honing your voice. I mean, once you do it a lot and you get good at it, you'll start to develop this muscle where like you 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 have this muscle of like a good you have a good instinct and mm -hmm. that's the best feeling when you can like you know what works and what doesn't and you feel so strong. <laughs> You're like, "Oh gosh, this is great." It feels like you have this like skill if once you, so just keep doing it a lot. A lot, a lot. Three, <laughs> submit three times a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so we're going to wrap up with you uh, okay. critiquing some jokes I wrote. Ooh. These are, these are sketch time. ideas. Okay, cool. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Actually, one of these I have written as a sketch. Okay. So. Okay. If you hate it. Okay. I'll have to rip it up. Oh, no. But, you know, I don't know what you do with it. I don't know where it goes, so. Into the trash. I mean, okay. <laughs> I meant some yeah, schedules. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Captain Phillips Shrimp Company. Oh. So it's Tom Hanks. Like it's like uh, Bubba Gump's but mm -hmm. for Captain Phillips. Mm -hmm. So that's one. <laughs> I like that. I yeah. like that. I actually like. I like that a lot. Okay. All right. This is one that I've had this idea kind of in the back of my head for a while, mm -hmm. and I think I might have to just drop it because as it is, it's not very good. So here we go. Okay. Okay. Let's see. So it's called a, it's a game show, mm -hmm. uh, piss it or kiss it with <laughs> Eli Stone. Okay. And it's about the Blarney Stone, have people piss on it or kiss it. Oh, people piss on the Blarney Stone? Yeah, that's actually like a very, people, Irish people piss on it because they know Americans come and kiss it. Oh, yeah. shit. That's crazy. That's kind of cool, actually. I kind of like that a lot. Especially because, like, because the Irish people come and piss on it, so you have these characters with this, like, they have they have a, the philosophy, they're uh, they're emotionally attached to it, and yeah, you can have, I think you can have a lot of fun with that. I think the okay. Irish people should probably start pissing just right on the people. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I think you have you have some strong characters. Oh, you there. give me a lot to think about. Yeah, think about. Uh, it. Okay, uh, this is a uh, Ralph L Ralph Lauren fucked my wife. <laughs> and it's like a job interview and the guy the boss keeps on bringing up oh that ralph lauren fucked, fucked his, his wife. wife hmm interesting i think yeah. <laughs> i think it needs a little bit more i think the job what the job is will paint it a little differently uh interesting. yeah i think maybe the job 
I think if he was working in fashion, that would be funny. In fashion? Yeah. Huh. Or if it had something to do with that. Yeah. I don't know. I think okay. the jo- I think the situation has to Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Do you do you find that a lot where you, where you like have like a nugget of an idea and then you just kind of flesh it out with like a situation and it Oh looks, yeah, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Usually like a good game. I like those are fu- those are interesting premises, but like I feel like you just need that like for that one specifically needs just like an extra game to like why is this uh-huh. ironic? Like how is this an I- ironic situation? I see. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. I'll yeah, think about that. Cool. All right. Uh thanks for coming by. Oh, you're do, you, welcome. do you have anything you want to plug? Um Dear White People. Dear White People yeah. on Netflix in March. Um <laughs> watch it. Watch it. Learn. This is a crazy year. We all need to get more woke. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh that's like an important show now. Like, yeah, it is. Out, yeah. I, I took a meeting uh right after the election and I was I was really depressed for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh this this executive was like well your show's gonna do great and i was like i, I want to be like i don't care i will be homeless i'd rather be homeless i'd rather be fired and homeless i that's really a sacrifice i would make <laughs> so yeah we'll see how the show does yeah all right cool thank you thank you so much thank you thanks for listening to this episode of on comedy writing i want to thank nick doss for supplying the sweet tunes zachary glassman for providing this awesome logo and justin Arbabi for producing the whole show Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, and like and follow on Comedy Writing on Facebook and Twitter. See you next week.